Well, hey there. Welcome into the second episode of the Rewrite Podcast. Steve Schramm here with Jared Easter. We're the co-founders of BuyDemoTracks.com and just kind of talking in this podcast series about some of the problems that we've seen in the music industry and the things that we'd like to talk about to fix it. So we started off last week in our first ever episode talking about the issues that we noticed songwriters faced. And there's lots of issues. Songwriters getting paid, their songs getting picked up, their songs getting put on hold. But on the other side of the aisle, there are problems with how their music gets found by artists. And when you start sort of unraveling that question, then there are lots of layers there about some of the problems where artists discover new music and why music today ends up sounding so corporate. So Jared, maybe I thought we could talk about one of the things that you used to travel full time on the road quite a bit, and you would run into the problem of songwriters coming up to you all the time with their new songs. And there's just not enough time in the day to listen to them. You want to explain a little bit about that problem and what you saw there? Yeah. And it's, it's not that anyone's doing anything wrong. It's just really, that's the only way to do it. And even if, you know, when you go to the songwriter conferences and things, they'll tell you to do that, you know, get yourself out there, go to concerts, meet people, you know, talk to them, pitch your songs, hand them CDs. And there's, there's really no, no better way than that right now. The problem is it is a little overwhelming as an artist when that happens so often, you know, a lot of times we would put some in going down the road, more often than not, they would just sit on the bus dash for a long time until somebody cleaned the bus and then they got thrown away because it was, I mean, stacks and stacks and stacks and several problems with that. Also that, that songwriters might not realize is that you're not always looking for songs. You know, that's, it, mm. there's a cycle that artists go through of the time that they sit down and are, are heavily listening to songs. You know, if you pitch somebody a song and they're, two and three months away from finishing up a record, they're a long way off from picking out songs for their nest for their next CD. That's not going to be coming out for several years. so that's one problem with that side. And that's kind of, you know, pitching songs to established artists. And you also have to remember that the established artist that you might be pitching a song to, um, has this whole other voice in their ear of publishing companies and established writers and that are, that are feeding them stuff also. Yeah. And then you have the whole other, the whole other animal, which is independent artists, people who don't, who are not on record labels, who, who don't have publishing companies working with them. And they are not necessarily getting pitched the songs like, like the record company artist. But at the same, the same time as a writer, you might not even know that you need to be pitching those people's songs. So, yeah, it's just a, a problems everywhere you look. So, which one do we right. want to tackle first? Yeah, well, no, no, that's interesting because when you're a songwriter, like I know a lot of people sort of dream of becoming published songwriters, like getting signed by a publishing company and like actually writing for that company because those those seem to be the writers that have like the in, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? I mean, those are the ones who it's like their songs are the ones being regularly presented to artists for recording, but like the percentage of professional songwriters. I, I, I mean, whenever we were at the IBMA conference a couple of years ago, I remember this was a, a, a startling, a startling number. If I, if I remember in this correctly and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the guys we heard in, in a workshop talked about how even 10, 15 years ago, you know, he was pretty familiar with about 2000 people. 
that were roughly employed as songwriters were actually making a living doing nothing but a song, you know, being nothing but a songwriter in the central hub of like the Nashville area. And yeah. I want to say that, that he mentioned that number dwindling down as of currently to, to being something like 200, more like 200 yeah. or maybe even less than that. So yeah. the, it's like, there's not really a market for being a quote unquote professional songwriter affiliated with a publishing company. It takes a long time to get there. And yet on the other side, when you're trying to do the grassroots thing, nobody wants to make the time of day for you, or it's not that they don't want to, it's just, they literally don't have time. So what yeah. are you supposed to do sitting in that you know situation? Exactly. Well, yeah. And you've got those, you've got those people who they've, you know, the industry has kind of figured out that they can still make do with that amount of people with these publishing companies and the record companies that are pushing the stuff that you're hearing on the radio. But what we're starting to realize is how, how just the entire world of artists is expanding beyond the limitations of that with TikTok and YouTube and, and, mm -hmm. and social media taking over. There's a lot of these artists who don't fall into the category of the kind of artists that are getting pitched by those 200 songs. Mm -hmm. And we see that as an opportunity because, yes, there's way more than 200 songwriters out there, but there's also a lot more artists than the mainstream radio artists that we hear. Yeah. And that that list is growing every day. It's crazy nowadays. I was I was looking at a TikTok earlier that two days ago, like they created their account and now they have 26,000 followers in a two day period. So it's yeah. it's unreal how people will share something that they believe in and that they think is is great and so yeah so so the yeah. list the list of artists that have the potential to cut songs is getting bigger every day so well the internet has dramatically reduced those barriers right i mean you can become an artist a popular artist even completely out of the system. I mean, you can yeah. work your way up to millions of followers in no time if you've got the right talent and, and you hit at the right time, or even if you work at it for 10 years and it's a slower burn. I mean, not everybody is, what's his name? Oliver. I forget his last name. You know, the guy Oliver who blew Anthony. up. Yeah. yeah. Oliver Anthony. Not everybody is Oliver Anthony, but there's, there's a ton of these, like one of our customers in our company, his name is Dustin. There's a tons of guys like him who are out there who are just being consistent with their uploads and, and slowly gaining more and more of an audience all the time. And these people are performing some of them every day in front of hundreds or thousands of people. And then many of them, I mean, it's not a small number, many of them are able to use that as leverage to actually transition into something more like a full-time yeah. music career. And these people need your songs. That's the kicker. And, and let, like, let's even go out of that. Like there's a, even a middle ground, right? So, okay. There are some who are maybe only TikTok or YouTube famous, right? And then you have the radio artists in between there, there are, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of artists who are in that middle ground. They're actually touring full-time. They're making a living even full-time with their music. They're just not having hits. Like every song is a hit on the radio station. And these are all groups who need your songs as well and who will sing their songs yeah. 
you know, sing your songs. Well, and the funny thing is a lot of times those type of artists are actually ordering more physical copies of media than the artists you hear on the radio who are like, that's true. Doing almost none of that now. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. So as far as getting paid, even from a writer standpoint, sometimes it's better to get some of these artists who you may have never even heard of, but are actively touring and pushing physical products still as far as even getting compensated as a writer. So yeah, Yeah. definitely. Definitely. We have to have these kind of conversations to rethink, you know, just, just because an A-list artist doesn't put a single out that wins a devil award on your song doesn't mean you can't have a great songwriting career. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'd like to talk to the artists now for just a little bit, because the flip side of this is that the artists who are in that boat, who are the perfect match for these songwriters also need songs. And Mm -hmm. right now they're not in the position of getting the songs pitched to them by publishing companies, but many of the ones that we've talked to are still in the situation of having people come up to them, even at their shows. And, And even them in the phase that they're at are too busy to just sift through all of those songs. So what we think is needed and, and we've been working on this and for the past few years have been through different iterations of it, but I'd love to just kind of talk in general about the idea, Jared, is we've been trying to figure out a way for the artists to find great songs right when they need them. Yeah. Yeah. And we came up with the, with the visual in our heads of, of like a funnel system for this and a way that artists could just come to this and, you know, at the top of a funnel is the widest point. And that's that's where, you know, we could have thousands of songs living, but then we could slowly figure out exactly what what kind of artist this is, what they're looking for, what they need on their project and get them down to specifically what what they're looking for, which could be your song. You know, if you're a, if you're a songwriter. So we think this is the way we think I would just like to see the entire shift happen to where you don't have to bombard people all the time. You don't have to flood their emails. You don't have to, um, you know, a lot of times people even do this and they'll flood your emails. And then you, you know, six months later, when you are trying to pick out a song, you remember something about a lyric or something in it, but, and then you're searching through your email, trying to even find it anymore. So find it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even find the song. So, yeah. So we, we, we started this system and you can talk more on the tech side of it for how we can actually tag these songs and, and find them when, when the artist needs them. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, what we've, what we've created out there is a, a filter, a filterable database essentially. And so this, I love that this podcast is kind of really informal. We're just kind of talking like we are, we are building this thing in public, building it out loud. And we, we really want to build the right platform and, and the right system. At this point, I don't feel too worried or scared that somebody's going to come along and like snag some kind of idea that we have because we've spent a lot of time and money actually making making the system. So the system's out there. The question is, how does it best work for people? What is it What is it called? I mean, we're, we're still looking really for the right name for this thing, just in full transparency, to really get it out there to, to the max number of people. Right now, 
if you go to buydemotracks.com and you click on our demo library, essentially you're going to see a, a library listing there of songs. Many of them are demos that we've recorded. Some of them are demos that were recorded at other studios, which are welcome on the platform as well, that our clients have, have you know, that have come from other places and or people have just wanted to upload their songs directly to the platform. And what you can do, and we're, like I said, on the tech side, we're, we're going to be working on streamlining this process even more. But you can basically go to the site, and present before you is a huge library, and it's sorted by popularity right now. So we have a system on the site where you can actually listen to songs. These are full demos, many of them professionally recorded demos. You can listen to the full song. And these are, for the most part, songs that are uncut. They have not been commercially released on the radio yet. And an artist can actually come to our platform and filter by the key of the song, the tempo of the song. They can search for keywords. They can, uh, we actually have topics, so categories on there. So if you wanted a fast bluegrass song in the key of F on the topic of planes, trains, and automobiles, you can literally come to our website and find that song. And, and so my message is twofold. If you're an artist, looking for great new songs from undiscovered songwriters, then this is the place for you. And if you're a songwriter who needs the perfect artist to match up with your song, then this is the place for you. And the, the thing that I want to say about this, and you probably have some thoughts here too, the thing that I want to say about this is this is a community effort. We're doing the best that we can. We have this podcast going out now. We write articles every single month that go out there. And we're really making an effort to get more and more eyeballs on this site. We're doing our part. But every new songwriter and artist that discovers the site needs to do their part as well. If you believe in the platform, if you believe that this new method of discoverability can really help, then you need to share this far and wide. If you're a songwriter, Put your songs on buydemotracks.com and tell your friends who are artists to go there to listen to your music. Share it on your social media. Share it with your friends. But we think that this platform that allows you to funnel through a filter system to find the song that you need in that given moment is going to be a – I don't – I'm hesitant to call something the future of how songs will be done. But this, I think, is going to be a viable option that makes sense when everybody else just has to rely on either grassroots networking or backdoor deals that most of us aren't privy to. Yeah. And one of the, one of the main things too, that I want to put out there is that there's no catch. I mean, when you, especially as, as an artist, when you come to the site and you find a song that you love one, there's going to be assets to that song. If, if the studio put them up there, that could save you a lot of money as far as assets from the demo recording that you might can incorporate into your track that you you're welcome to use. And then also just in general, you just hit request a mechanical license and that goes directly to the writer. And you do that through normal platforms. Bad demo tracks doesn't get any part of that. We, you know, we work with the writers to list their songs in the first place and do everything we can to help them on the promotion side of getting their songs out there. But if you like a song on there, it's, it's, yours to use and and you just go through the traditional methods a lot of these sites even do that for you as far as i know cd baby and a lot of the other ones will will go ahead and distribute the royalties when you pay and order your cd so no reason not to take advantage of it for sure yeah yeah i mean especially you know on the artist side it's basically just a 
at least right now, our, our vision for it is it's just a free platform to come look through. And I mean, you know, you can either scroll TikTok for an hour or you could peruse buydemotracks.com and uh, and look yeah, for and the next listen, hit. And we listen to the to the thoughts of the songwriters to make that possible. You know, we toyed with different ideas for because we want to see them compensated any way we can. But at the end of the day, most of these people just want their songs to be recorded. So we, we left it as open platform and as accessible as we possibly could for for yeah. artists to come one of the things as we wrap up that I'd, I'd really like to hit on before we go is one of the one of the coolest ways that you put this when we first started getting into this is this idea of introducing competition back into the music industry and the idea was essentially this that right now most of these deals are made backdoor right so it's like somebody has a lifelong relationship let's say an artist right ha or a songwriter they have a lifelong relationship they've been working together for many many years the songwriter you know just sends a text to the artist and says hey i have this new song coming up and the you know the artist gets back and says yeah i'd like to listen to that and then maybe they'll put it on hold and that song holds that's a whole different topic but with a platform like the one that we've built we think that we can introduce competition back into the the marketplace of music and that is rather than producers getting to decide what what people on the radio want to hear and rather than the songs only happening because so-and-so knows so-and-so this is an open marketplace where the best song wins and you can actually come to this platform and you can browse through these songs right now there are no limits you don't wouldn't even cut you off at like a you know a minute or a minute and a half you can literally go to this platform and listen to these songs in full and may the best song win as an artist you could go search this platform and find a song that either with or without a little bit of tweaking on your end basically can become you know, uh, a, a huge hit for you. And so it, it's, it kind of introduces competition back into things so that, so that the, the songs are better the quality of the music is better. The quality of being able to, the quality of the process of actually even being able yeah. to find songs is better. Everything's better. Yeah, absolutely. The whole, I love whenever we implemented our rating system was just great. You know, it just, it lets anybody go on there. Whenever you share your song on social media, you know, tell your friends to go like it. And, but what winds up happening, we found is that the best songs really do rise to the top and you get to see those when you first go on there. And I think it's going to give them a great chance to be picked up. And it it's yeah. just an, an incentive as a writer. You know, if you have a, if you wrote one song and it maybe it didn't do as good, even on that chart as you felt, and you're not getting a lot of, of traction on it, man, write another one and, and, yeah. and see where that goes. Yeah. It, it, that's what <laughs> I feel like that's something that maybe we haven't even done the best job of educating our own like audience about our own customers about too. Is like, if you get a song, if you put one song on there and that song gets five likes, what this allows, and again, this will be more and more true as more and more people use the platform. What this allows is for a merit-based system. So mm -hmm. it really just could be that that's not the best song. And this is the marketplace telling you that this yeah. is really not the best song. Or maybe not even that it's not the best song, but it's that a song that at least at this point in time, nobody seems to be looking for. Right. There's yeah. a number of reasons why it may not climb the charts. That's not a reason to give up. That's a reason to write the next song and upload exactly. the next song, just like you said, and, and just keep on trying at it. And the more swings you take. And and by the way, that's just that's also the nature of marketplace 
based competition. Guess what? If somebody has, if, if person A has a hundred songs on the database and person B has 10 songs on the database, person A is literally 10 times more likely than person B of getting their song picked up. So if you yeah. use our database as a songwriter and you only put one song on there, well, you're going to get lost in that sea pretty quickly because it's going to take a long time for people to find you. But let me just say this. Here's the magic. The magic is what happens when you write 100 songs and song number 100 might be the one that gets picked up and maybe it starts to get a lot of radio play and it starts to get a lot of attention. Then what happens now People see you and your value as a songwriter. And now that's where the competition comes in because somebody, an artist, can now come to this platform and say, oh my goodness, this person writes good songs. Now they go and they see that you've got 100 songs available and you've got artists who want your song. This is the yeah. magic of, of, of putting of making this whole process begin to happen in public. Exactly. And just the community around it because before before something like this, Gosh, it's the loneliest thing in the world. I mean, you're writing these songs yeah. most of the time by yourself, you and maybe an instrument, and you know, you've got it on a voice memo, or maybe maybe you were lucky enough to have a computer with a CD drive and you burnt that thing on a CD and now you're just tossing it into the wind. To have to actually have a community like this that you can share it with, even other writers to have to bounce ideas back and forth and to co write with and to um just to have a team is is very important just to keep morale up as a writer because there's going to be times when you write and you write and you write and it seems like it doesn't resonate with anybody and you just have to get ideas from that and get inspiration for your next one and it's a lot easier to do with a community like this behind you and you know every time somebody hits a like button on something you did that is a huge boost so we want to think of every idea that we can to encourage the next song to be written and that's a great place to end it. The next song needs to be written. And if you're a writer out there, then you need to be the one to write it. Just write it. Get in touch with us. We'd love to get it on our platform. So this podcast, Rewrite, it's a production of ByDemoTracks.com. Please remember to share this with your friends. If you know songwriter or artist friends who could benefit from listening to a podcast talking about how we're going to work through some of the problems that are in the music industry, this is the place for you. So we'll see you next time.